Welcome back to another Nerds Order music interview. Today we have something different for you. Today I'll be talking with Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio. We're going to go back and forth about the groups we talked to and other questions we have for each other. What is up, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, dude. Thank you so much for uh, doing this, able to actually set this up. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I can for sure. Uh, uh, it'll be fun. Definitely, I'm excited as hell. So let's get started. What question do you have for me first to get the ball rolling? Uh, let's start this off. Actually, um, when I had uh, my two-year anniversary, I'm surprised actually no one uh, inter- uh, asked me for this when they interviewed me. Uh, how do you prepare for an interview? I breathe. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, I take a deep important. breath. I try to calm myself down. I look into the music and develop questions off of that and off of a template I made a while back. Nice. So when did you start up Super Cool Radio? Uh, actually, so uh, it was originally an actual uh, internet radio station. Uh, I started in 2019 because I wanted to have like my own kind of show because I was uh, I applied to like a bunch of different, like four or five different local radio station, television stations, all that, just to see if I can even just do like an entry level job. And uh, unfortunately, I never heard back. So I got tired of waiting and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start my own radio station. I'm just going to have some fun. I'll do it when I'm not working, gain some experience and maybe meet some friends and maybe have my own like huge broadcast uh, empire, you know? So uh, I did that. I lasted about a year just because licensing fees, all that stuff and trying to work at the same time, definitely uh, it takes its toll. So now I'm really, I'm honestly, I'm really happy doing this podcast stuff. It's a lot easier. You can do it on demand. There's a lot less restrictions and it's a lot cheaper. So I, uh, so the main reason was because I never heard back from any of the radio stations. So I was like, you know what? Just have my own show. I can do whatever I want, and it's a lot less uh, restrictions and limits. It's just the only limitation is myself. Yeah, I love that, man. That's that's great. Hey, I mean, most that, out of a situation. Best way to put it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because um, it, it was kind of just subtle. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have any experience. I'm not actually like trained to do this, which comes to a surprise to some people. Just how well I'm able to kind of do stuff. Not to toot my own horn there. But uh, to uh, it just you just got to go with it. It's just all about interacting with people. I love hearing people's stories, and because like every band, you hear the music, but there's also people behind the music. There's humans who make the music, and they had these emotions and they had these feelings to make this style of music that we you know we all love. Exactly, I, I love hearing those stories too. It's always a pleasure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know you, you recently interviewed my good friend, uh, Aaron of LC Banks. I really enjoyed that interview. So if anyone hasn't checked that out, definitely check out that interview. She is awesome. Just everything she does and her whole story and all that is she's really cool. I appreciate the feedback. I really do. Of course. All right. Uh, so, you know what? I'll, I'll flip the question on you. So 
why did you start Nerds Order Music? Well, music saved my life through many different occasions. I had very bad suicidal depression when a lot of stuff happened in my life, and music got me out of killing myself. And I wanted to give back to the bands, learn their stories, share their stories, share their music. And originally, Nerds Order was actually a bigger project with me and some buddies. We all have our own segments. Like, one of us does comics, TV, anime. One of us does games and other stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? Since I found the project, I'll just do music. Because I always usually, I used to do, like, album of the day, vinyl of the week, stuff like that. But then I'm like, I want to make it more. So I started interviewing bands after I recovered from those incidents that happened. And that's when I just got this ball rolling. Uh, yeah, uh, music is very powerful too. I know I discussed this in one of my uh, latest interviews. Like music is very powerful. They actually have a connection with people and not actually physically meet them. It's so powerful. You know, but I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad we're able to do this and spread our love of music. Honestly, same. Like music is one hell of a therapist, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I mean, it just uh, it's all it's all the emotions that even if you're you're not sure what you're feeling, there is a song or there's a style of music for it. Exactly. Like, for me, it was shattered by the band Currents. That was what got me on this, and I was so happy with it. Actually, the very first interview I ever did was with one of my favorite bands I listened to in college, which is called Arrival of Autumn. It is a Canadian metalcore band signed under Nuclear Blast. Great guys, too. I'm actually working with them again soon when they release their new album because they want me to, they want me to be the first one they talk about it with. So I'm, like, just really pumped for that. Dude, that, that is awesome. It yeah, is. Uh, it's always cool when a, a band hits you up like, hey, we're going to be having new music or a new single or an album or whatever. And like, hey, we want you to be the first one. I, you know, Rags and Riches, a really cool uh, like pop band out of uh, Kentucky, asked me when they dropped their newest single, Crossfire, to be the first interview. And like, that's, that's always, it makes me like, it's like, wow, thank you for choosing me to do this. That happened to me a few times, actually. There's a few more bands who want me to work with them when they release their new stuff. And one of them is called Blood Butcher. It is a death metal group out of Tennessee. And then there is 5PM, which is a group, I think, from the Netherlands. It's like classic rock kind of vibes to it. I love it. Such great stuff. Dude, hell yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm happy for all the progress you made. I, honestly, dude, uh, you asked, like, really good questions. I've actually, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm telling you because I'm, you know, chatting with you, but I've I, I have incorporated one of your songs now into my kind of like rotation. Oh. One of your questions about like collaborations. That, dude, that's a really good question. Yeah, I thought of that recently going through. I'm like, because I know bands don't just want to work alone sometimes. They want to work with other artists. So I'm thinking, what if I ask that question? That just popped into my head. I'm like, I think it'd be a good one to ask. So I, I tend to use, I tend to ask that to everyone I work with because you never know what you're going to get for answers. Like when I worked with um, Illusions of Grandeur, they wanted to work with Corn, and I'm like, I, I love Corn, great group, honestly. So I can definitely see that. Oh, I could too. Their style, honestly, that would be a killer collab, dude. Like honestly, I want to see that now. I, I've always loved Corn's style, and I think Illusions of Grandeur will do pretty good with them. Oh yeah, right. for sure. Plus, you like the male and female voices; it would be really exactly. Good. All right, I think I'll ask a question here. What made you think of the name Super Cool Radio? Honestly, it just came to me one day. Like I was, I was going through so many names. I think I came up with like fifty different names, and either they were taken or they were too similar to another uh, podcast or radio station that like it get kind of confusing. So I was like, "Super Cool Radio." Like I was trying to do something with, like cool in it anyway. So I was just trying to think of different stuff, and I was like, "SCR has a good ring to it, so I can shorten it to say that." And uh, that's actually what, one of my logos is, is SCR. 
So like, I was like, you know, it, it has a nice ring to it. Uh, I'm the only one in the U.S. who uses it. There's actually, it used to be one uh, in France, but they don't use the name anymore. And that's kind of when I took over the name. So yeah, it just kind of came to me. Nice. Uh, so I know you, you do a lot with like your schedule. I know you do a lot of interviews, a lot more than I do. I do like about two to three a week. I know you do a lot more. So how do you schedule all this, dude? Well, we talk, I ask like where their, where their time zone is. Cause I don't work with groups just in the U S I work with people all over the world, Netherlands, Nor- Netherlands, Norway, Brazil, Australia at one point, like it's all over. So I asked the time zone. I look at what dates are available. I just scheduled them in. There was one day I had like three different interviews and I was able to get them all in separate times. I'm like, I gotta shorten it to a lot less because this is just too much. But it was a blast. Honestly, great people too. It was, it was so much fun. I think that was the week where I had 10 groups, but yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, you, dude, you're a beast with getting those interviews uh, done. I know, like, I try to pace myself a little bit more because, like, I did – I used to go really hard with my radio station, and then, and then I would just get burned out after a while. So yeah. I'm trying to, like, pace myself that just to have the longevity to do it. So, like, I don't just, like, oh, here's all my stuff, and it's like, I'm going to take a year off. So yeah, I, I'm trying I, not to do that. I started pacing a lot more frequently. I started doing, like, two, three a week just to really space it out. There are some times where I take a whole week off just to edit everything. So I've been doing a lot more spacing out because honestly, that's one thing I do not want happening is burnout. So I've been taking, I've been actually following your advice with that and doing a lot less. I do like a few a week, take a whole week off to edit, et cetera. Yeah. Like I've been, I, I try to pace myself, but like if something huge came up, like I'm like, yes, I will get this done. If it's like someone who I really want to interview, like I will yeah. make time for you. That's how I feel. I guess when, when Dakota sent me, yeah, here's what they had Sam like, oh my fuck, you did that. Because he got in touch with Currents for me. Now I'm waiting to hear back from them. But it's like, I swear, that man has so many contacts. I swear. Yeah, Dakota uh, DI Records, great record label. Got some really great bands on there. And honestly, like, one of my favorite people to work with just because of, uh, you know, as you said, with his connections. But just all, also how, like, nice he is and, like, how he's, like, he wants you to grow, too. He doesn't want to exactly. just, like, help himself. He's here to, like, grow everybody, the band the person doing the interview and obviously his record label, but like just doing all that at the same time. I have so much respect for him as a human being and his comedy is on point too. He's, he's hilarious. <laughs> yes. I, I, I love, uh, he's like very oddly specific with some stuff. Uh, I was just in a chat group with him like uh, earlier today and he, just some of his stuff was, you know, obviously some of the stuff can't say, but it was a lot. It was very, I had laughy faces. Just that's all my reaction was just a bunch yeah. of laughy faces. <laughs> the dude's great. Honestly, he's hilarious. He, I, I'm so happy I met him. I'm surprised he found me, to be honest. Because I'm just some random guy out of Connecticut, like just doing this to give back and as a hobby. I didn't expect to actually be found by someone like him. Yeah, he actually, he found me too. Actually, um, I started, you know, I'm good friends with Elsie Banks. You know, you, as we said, interviewed Aaron. And uh, I started playing their music on my radio show after I saw them with uh, Kaleido and Stitched Up Heart at the Music Factory in Battle Creek, end of 2019, I think November of 2019. And uh, they signed, I think, the next few months later, like I think next year, March, I think, February, March. And um, he's like, hey, you know, I think end of that year, he's like, hey, I see you playing Elsie Banks. You want to check out some of these other bands on my, you know, I own a record label. You should check out some of these bands. I was like, man, he's got a killer roster set up here, man. It's like, this is all bands. Like, um, yeah, 
uh, trying to think who who uh, Dance with Ghosts they signed. I think like before LC a little bit before LC Banks. They yeah. are really awesome. Uh, so I really like them. I, I introduced uh, to to them through DI Records. So nice. Speaking of Dancing with Ghosts, their Easter thing was whoo. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm over here like, oh dear God, this is hilarious. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, dude, that was that was funny. And you know what? If if anyone, you know, if you know Stephanie and Josh, you know that's kind of how like they do things. It's always wacky, it's entertaining as hell, and it's yeah. always fun. It is. I'm thinking when I first saw this, I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness. I had to ask him about it when I interviewed them. I loved the response I got about that. Oh, uh, yes, dude. Yeah, I saw another great interview you did. Yeah, I watched that one. And it, it, it's just so dancing with ghosts to do something so wacky like that, that I, it made me laugh. It was awesome. When I first see it, I'm like, okay, I see a fox. What's going to happen? I'm, I'm over here like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> the bleeding egg. And, you know, the funny part of it was Easter, but they couldn't get a, a bunny head, so they had to use a fox head to do it. Yeah. Uh, it just adds to the whole kind of hilarity of this whole situation. And then they cut up an alien mask to use it as the other thing, and I, I can't speak on it. I can't say it on this, but, yeah. yeah anyway, it, it's on their Facebook page. I think they put it on YouTube. I'm not and sure. Instagram. It's on their Instagram as well. Go, go check it out, and also follow them. They're really awesome. Link will be in the description. <laughs> there you go, yes. So my my next question is what what has been your favorite groups to work with so far? Oof, man. I mean, honestly, I've, I've really enjoyed working with almost like honestly, all my interviews have had some takeaway from it that I've really enjoyed. Either like you know, I met new people, got like connections with new people, or that uh, it was just really fun. I would say like some of the my uh, interviews that are really like personal to me that I really enjoyed. Uh, I would say uh, my latest interview with Christina Chris of Kaleido. We honestly, like, I'm a huge fan of Kaleido. I think that definitely uh, came out during the interview with just everything we talked about. I thought that was really cool. And she's always, she's a really rad person. If anyone hasn't checked out Kaleido, definitely check them out. And I was, I was really happy that she was able to uh, do the interview because she was super nice. But uh, also Reality Suite, which I know you interviewed yeah. them. And they are double kind of out there and hilarious, especially with like if you just get Antonio, like just sometimes he just goes in a completely different direction. You're like, wow, I didn't see, you know, took a turn. Yeah. Especially during my interview when we're like, when they're like, okay, talking to Dakota, how they all got signed on. That story was great. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, actually, I might be doing some with them coming up really soon, too. So you should yeah. be on the lookout for that. Definitely. Uh, I, they actually gave me some really juicy information about a vinyl they were releasing before they even mentioned it. I'm just like, because <gasps> I collect vinyls, as you know, from my interviews. I'm just like, send me one. I need it. Yeah, and I saw they're doing a show in Pennsylvania. They asked me to come out, but I'm like, man, I'm two states over. I'm not sure if I'll make it. I want Same. to. I'm all the way up in Connecticut. I'm like so far out. No, I, 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 if I could get there, if I could get there, I would honestly. Yeah, I mean, if I had the, like the means to travel, like, there's some shows that like, I see like they're really awesome, but like there's like one with, in Texas with like the rumors and in, in Wild Street, which I yeah. know is going to be a killer show. And I was like, man, if I can get to Texas, I would totally do that. Same, like, like I want to go to that one where they're doing all those metal groups so badly, the one where Mudvayne's coming back, and I'm just like, it's so far away. Yeah, I think it's all the way up in Ohio, I think, or some crap. Yeah, which I'm right next to Ohio, so I mean, I might Lucky. might have to go out. I know, Lucky. Yeah, I know. There's one in Michigan too. Up, I forget. There's like up 
Pavel, Pavel, I don't remember the name of it, but like they do like two days in Grand Rapids. I think like corn's gonna be there, Rob Zombie. It's like a huge festival too. I'm so jealous now. I love corn. Yeah, I've actually only seen them once. I saw them with Rob Zombie in like 2016. Yeah, 2016, right after like right before I graduated. Uh, yeah, right after right after I graduated high school. Yeah, and um, it, that was a killer show. In this moment, open for them. And Corn uh, sounds really awesome live. If you like their studio, it like sounds like their studio work too. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah, I swear their singer has been through so much hell, but he makes some of the best music. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of inspiration to, to work with. Yeah, for real. And like, I loved the song from them that was um, Falling Away From Me. That hits me every time. Yeah, I, there's honestly, like, the, the whole Issues album was like one of one of my favorite albums just like everything that goes on in that album and all the emotions yeah i actually just picked up one of their vinyls a few days ago because i finally got to go out to the mall again i've been there i've not been there for a whole year so i went to go over there i picked up uh follow the leader and i'm so happy because that my that's my very first corn vinyl and i'm just like yay i finally got one I was, I, I was looking for slipknot the one they did on saint on but i couldn't find it i'm like ooh, there's corn here i just grabbed it I'm a big fan of both, honestly. Oh yeah, both are really good metal bands, and actually, I I, I want to see Slipknot. Oh, hopefully, if, if everything opens up again, I'd love to see Slipknot. Honestly, same. I, it's uh back to me actually. Yep. All right. Um, I honestly I ask this question to like everyone I interview because I mean music is universal. You don't have to be a musician to like music, yeah. as both of us know. Uh, what music have you been listening to this week, Zach? Oh, a lot. Uh, Sun, me. Sun Singer, Rowdy Sweet, Corn, Currents, AXTY, which is actually a group I worked with in the past, a Brazilian metalcore group, amazing guys. The lead singer is, well, the main singer is a year younger than me. I'm like, holy shit. But he makes really good music. And My Dice, which is a group from the Netherlands. Awesome guys. I got to work with them a, a while ago. Really chill people. And let's see who else. I just honestly, my headphones don't come off until I go to bed. So the music I listen to for a whole day can be completely diversified from EDM to jazz to orchestra, straight up stuff from the 1700s like Beethoven and then right back into metal. Nice. I, hey. I listen to everything. I mean, it's always cool to have a, you know, such open minded music that like, you know, a genre doesn't really like, oh, I only listen to this certain genre. I try, I listen to every genre. I'm not huge fan of some genres but at least i'll still listen yeah because like you still pick up like every genre has something new and interesting to pick up on exactly and you, you can also see how some of the inspirations kind of intertwine between genres as well which i which i find pretty cool like you can see some stuff from classical in metal like you can see some of the patterns and i love it yeah as you mentioned with sun singer they use a lot of classical elements with their stuff especially and, with the song bloodborne <laughs> Yes. The opening to that was, oh my goodness. Speaking of Sun Singer, that interview was so fun. I loved it. Except yeah. I'm mad at myself for wearing a red shirt. I'm like, the one time I wear color, I'm working with someone who's an all black. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, I got to, usually I have a blue shirt on. I'm actually rock, rocking uh, my, uh, my friends almost today. But um, usually I got my blue Super Cool Radio shirt on, so I'm pretty consistent with stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's either blue or black for me. I don't. Uh, I don't usually. Yeah. Uh, I usually from it. I usually wear my death shirt because it's like I like to stay with the gothic scene. Cause I do a lot of metal, 
Yeah. But I'm just like, you know what? I want to be like, I want to change it up for a day because that shirt wasn't a wash anyway. So I'm just like, you know what? I got, I'll wear this bright ass shirt because why not? And I turn the camera on. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I see the eyeliner, I'm like, oh, f- oh f- come on. <laughs> yeah, so, no. Before we start recording, she goes, do you want to change? I'm like, nah, just let's just do it. She goes, your shirt matches my lights. I'm like, good enough for me. But no, she was really sweet. That was fun. Oh, yeah, no, Karen, Karen is really awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, was, I enjoyed your interview with her as well. And I, I had recently, I think I interviewed after. I think it was after. Like, yeah, right it was after. after. I enjoyed watching yours as well. I loved it. Yeah, no, she's really cool. Like, she, she was just Super awesome sweet. to chat with. Super sweet. And I love I love how the album covers are all hand drawn. I f- see that ama- as like something that's so amazing. Oh, yeah, like I'm, a, yeah. I'm a huge fan of art, you know. Like I, I always uh, I, I commission a few logos made, and I always look for like you know people like obviously good artists and stuff. But I'm also I'm so amazed just how like I'm not gifted to like draw and to do all this. Yeah. So like finding people who can, especially do it so well. Like that, it's really impressive to me. Like when I saw that album cover, I'm like, I have to ask about this. When I found out it was hand drawn, my jaw was just like, I just, my jaw was dropped. I'm like, holy crap! Speaking of which, they're supposed to send me a poster. I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> I think they might have forgot, but it's okay. Honestly, I get it. I might just make it. But honestly, though, it's I love seeing that artwork. When I saw that style, I'm just like, holy crap! <laughs> Cause I lost it. Like the beauty and the detail, it was all there. And I still can't believe it's hand drawn. That is just impressive. Yeah, especially like get the, uh, I know the Ace of Cups part one, like to get that blue, like that kind of bright blue exactly. that really stands out. It's just amazing to me. That is actually my favorite album cover of all time. It's just so beautiful. The color, the design of the character it is my Honestly, if I if it it should that art should be hung up somewhere in a museum or some crap. Like it is that well done. I love it. Oh oh yeah. If anyone also if anyone hasn't checked it out, check out Sunset. They're a really awesome band, and check out the cover. And because uh, you know, we both really enjoy it, so definitely check it out. It's awesome. It'll be on the top right corner. <laughs> yeah, we we'll put that up. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, that was amazing. All right, my next question is. Um, Lost my train of thought here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all the time. It's okay. <laughs> all right. What was the very first group you ever worked with? Uh, the first one I interviewed, actually, uh, it was Elsie Binks. I had the opportunity. I, I saw them in November of 2019, and then January 11th of 2020, I was able to uh, – I, you know, I hit up Aaron like December, like, hey, so you're coming to the Music Factory. I'm like an hour and a half away. Uh, can I do an interview with you or the band? And she's like, yeah, most of the band will be there. Um, yeah, just show up and we'll do the interview. So I think that was, um, it was, it was really awesome. I, I you know, they, I owe them a lot, honestly, because that really legitimized super cool radio. Like, cause they they have a big following. I mean, I know they're still like, you know, they're not like a huge band, but they have a very loyal following. So I mean, I really appreciate it. They, they took the time to, you know, do an interview. I actually was on their tour bus their rv that's awesome to do the interview and this was like when i was just doing radio so it was just an audio interview and uh, it was really awesome i learned a lot from erin um she actually used to be she uh studied uh for radio so she gave me a lot of great tips and i, I again I, I owe them a lot uh not just for the, the advice they gave me but for doing the interview and we've obviously stayed in contact you know obviously still and i i got a really cool halloween uh i, I talked to you about that i'm planning 
that may hopefully come together for October, and I have a perfect guest for it. So excited! I can't wait. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a huge like horror movie Halloween fan, so I think I got the perfect person in mind. That's gonna be awesome! I can't wait to see how that plays out. Oh yeah. All right, so uh, back to me. I know I I've faced a lot of you know quite a few adversity and challenges you know going through all this, but like, what are some challenges like you faced when you started doing this? Well, honestly, time management and motivation, because I was still battling a lot of depression when I started this up, mainly because of a lot of events that happened, and I still didn't have the confidence to move on. I mean, obviously, when, you're, when your dad walks out on you and a bunch of other crap happens with the next fiance, you kind of lose your mind. So I was healing, coping, and music and friends got me through it. And I'm just like, I started building this little room I'm in right now as a way of coping and just... I wanted to see if I can get anywhere with it. So I just tried managing my time better, which is still an issue to this day, <laughs> but that's, that's the, that's the usual, but no, um, I just really tried to get things put together when I probably should have taken more time to myself to still recuperate. But honestly, though, I'm kind of glad I didn't cause now I'm doing this as a big thing and I love it. Eventually I want to help more. I want to help. My goal is to help as many bands as possible. And I'm happy that I met Dakota. I'm happy I met you because you gave me some really good tips on how to do podcasts. Like, I didn't know what I was getting into. Like, when I first started this, I actually did two written up interviews because the bands were like, they didn't want to do a video. Those two groups were Lodiac, which is actually a solo musician from Turkey. He does metalcore. And then there was one called Jack Daw, which is a pop, well, punk group from the UK. Then my first video interview was with a Rival of Autumn's drummer, and he taught me how to use Zoom. I'm over here like, what is this program? Because I was, I was never, I never used it before. And then I'm after that, I just started doing this as a normal thing. Then I met Sepsis, which is how I met Dakota, and how I met you, and rest is history. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always uh, willing to help people because, like, I've faced like you know quite a few people who like didn't want to lend a hand, like when, when asked, like if I you know, came up to them. So I'm always like, I'm going to help people because like, honestly, it's not only the right thing to do as like, kind of with, as we discussed with Coda's strategy is like, you build up everybody you're around. Exactly. You no point in trying to hold everyone down. We can just build everybody up. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Like if someone's in need, I help them. That's how I've always been. Even since, since I was little from helping people cope with depression to helping people get stuff done like, and I use a lot of music with those skills when I help people with depression. I have saved over 22 lives just with music alone. Like, it was, and since I work with a lot of bands now, I send some of those songs over, like, 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 waited with Evanor. I sent a song from Evanor over to my friend who was really depressed, and it helped him out a lot. And I actually told her that during the interview, and I, I loved the response. I really did. It was amazing. Actually, I think Evanor was the first band from DI I actually worked with. That's what started my adventure with Dakota. It is definitely an adventure with Dakota, but also it's, it's really awesome. Just as we discussed, like music is very powerful and to help somebody out for the power of music, that's just such a strong connection. And again, as I said, like it's all the emotions and feelings that you can't feel like you can express, but like someone else already expressed those emotions for you. Exactly. And it helps you really get through the pain. Oh yeah. <sighs> music, where would I be without you? <laughs> Exactly, dude. No, exactly. It's, it's, it's helped me out a lot. I know it's helped out obviously you and many other people as well. So it, it's a great tool to have. And I'm glad 
that uh, you know, obviously with the internet and all that stuff, that it's at our fingertips that we can use. For real. All right, my next question is, who would you love to work with in the future? Uh, let's see. Um, that's actually hey, that's a good question. Um, uh, coming up in the future, I mean, I would, I would love to work with Heaven Below. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They sound very familiar. I just, I'm just chopping my finger on it. Yeah, I, I love their music. I actually introduced my brother to their music. He's like, dude, this sounds really good. They're a hard rock band. I think they're out of California. Uh, they're, they picked up a new touring guitarist, uh, Nikki Stringfield. She is really awesome. She worked with uh, Anita Strauss and Iron Maidens. Ooh. And so I love to work with them. I, I picked them up, but I haven't heard back. So I think I would definitely like to work with them. And uh, I'm going to revisit a few. Like I was supposed to have an interview with Bisto Blanco uh, due to some unforeseen uh, circumstances. I was not able to have it. So I'm going to be looking to hopefully uh, maybe get an interview with Chuck Garrick or Calico Cooper coming up. Uh, I'm going to be re revisiting a few that like either it didn't work out or that I just never heard back from. Yeah. I get that. Like I message some groups. I never hear back. Yeah. There was one group whose music I was in love with since 2009 or something like that. And I did not know they were a solo. Well, not solo. I did not know they were independent since the nineties. So I'm like, I'm going to reach out and test my luck. Got a response. <laughs> The group is called Hulu. It is um, it, now it's her and her husband who make the music, and they have some really good stuff. It's it's more of um, it's hard to put it in a genre because their style changes up a bit, but it's really chilled out stuff. It's not rock, it's not metal. It's a form of alternative, which I really love. And their songs have a lot of deep meaning in it, and I love it. Like when I first heard that album, the album from two thousand six, which was um, Wholeness and Separation, I just fell in love with it. I will definitely send it over later. Best songs on there, in my opinion, are Stone Fruit and Honey Thief. Those the messages in those songs are insane. I'm definitely going to check them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In California as well, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely check them out. I'm always looking for new music. But also, I mean, like May, I think it's kind of big for me. I got, I got a lot of cool bands lined up. Uh, I, I don't want to try to give everything away. Oh, definitely. I understand that. Uh, but I definitely, there's going to be a lot of cool things I'm working on. Um, I, and uh, a band who I really like that um, I actually got a good connection with, so hopefully it'll work out soon, is a Lines of Loyalty. Really great uh, rock band uh, out of Wisconsin. I know they're actually coming to my area, I think, in actually in July, so that would be really cool to actually get to see them. So if you haven't checked out Lines of Loyalty, do so, because uh, I'm really digging them. I will definitely check them out. Oh, yeah. All right, um, I guess, yeah, back to me now. Um so what's like, I know what mine is. Some interest for what's some you know, band that you just message, like without any context or without, you just like message them asking for an interview and you got it. Arrival of Autumn. The first group I ever worked with, I just had a message like hoping for a response. Cause I know they're, they're not like huge, but they're on a major label. So yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm not going to hear back. I'm probably not going to get anything back from them. I got a response like a day after I'm like, wait, 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 why? And he and I talked, I talked with the drummer. He was like, yeah, man, I'll help you here. Use this program, use Zoom. Like, here's how you do it. Like, he was so nice about everything. He, and he knew this was my first one, too. He goes, are you doing it for you or for a group? I'm like, this is a personal thing. He goes, oh, man, you're fine, though. Let's do it. I'm like, really? Like, he was so nice about everything. Because first he was asking, like, okay, who is this interview for? I'm like, it's for me. It's a personal thing I'm doing. He goes, oh, man, you're fine, then. Let's do it. He was so nice about the whole process. And I'm working with them again soon once their album is near completion, which is even more exciting. 
and he's got me in touch with some pretty cool groups I'll be working with in the next month and a few weeks after, but which I'm really pumped for. Yeah, big shout out to Tyler Fox. Thank you so much for getting me started on this journey. Dude, hell yeah, dude. They're a good band, too. I've actually, I've, I've listened to them. And it's always cool, like, you get to see who um, who are just doing, like, the music just for fun, though. Like, they're willing to help people, willing yeah. to chat with people. And, like, you kind of, you see that, like, when, you know, obviously doing the stuff we're doing. Yeah. Like, I just, I wanted to just see where I can, where I can get myself, because, like I said, I want to give back to the bands. And I've been a fan of Arrival of Autumn since college, so I, like, really wanted to listen to them and see if I can speak with them. And the drummer just messaged me immediately after I messaged him. And I'm just like, this is not happening. <laughs> but no, the biggest, this is not happening moment was when I put in Sepsis's group, what I do. And then that's how Dakota found me. I'm like, wait, I don't have a label. This is not real. <laughs> cause, <laughs> Cause like 10 bands reached out to me, including Dakota. So I'm over here like I was, it took me a week to process everything. I'm over here thinking to myself, this is not real. Like Siren, a really good group from Canada, um, Agony Incorporated, a few others, and it's like I love it. And then I just got into it. I wasn't expecting that. That was like my fifteenth episode. Now, as of I think yesterday, I uploaded episode thirty-four or thirty-five. I gotta check. But it's nice. like in that short amount of time, I got so many groups, and then thanks to Dakota, it's just been rising. Nice. It's I never expected this because. I always grew up around music. That was me. Music was always my escape. I always hoped to talk with bands, but I never saw it being a reality. And then when all this went down, I just wanted to cope. So I just started up my channel. Me and my friends were all a bunch of crazy nerds. So we called it Nerds Order because we wanted a place for everyone to have something, whether it be people who like anime, people who like games, people who like comics, movies, music. We wanted there to be something for everyone. And we we used to have one big page, but we're like, this is too crowded. We got split up into divisions. So I made the music one, and then the other ones made their departments, and we just got rolling with it. And then after a week or two of running it, I'm like, I want to start talking to bands. So I just straight up messaged a few groups. Lodiac and Jack Bell were the first to respond, but they wanted to do text because of their busy schedule. So I'm like, okay, let's do text. And then after that, Arrival of Autumn was like, want to do video? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And then that's how I started using Zoom on a regular basis. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, this is actually my first time using Zoom, actually, which is kind of funny. Uh, I, I use a different service for my stuff, but it, I mean, it, it's not like too hard to figure out once you like get it going. Like, I already know, like, oh, can I do this? I got my lighting at the right spot. I got my camera yeah. in the right spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I would take these off, but I have a lazy eye, so I like to hide it. <laughs> I, I got you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got bad hats while I wear a hat, so. <laughs> hey, to each their own, right? <laughs> exactly. And plus, I can have this nice logo displayed for my. I'm going to have to ask her to help me with my logo, honestly, because I want an official logo instead of the one we just used. Because we just put it together on, like, I don't, even know, I don't even know what my friend used. We just put it together real quick with clip art. And I'm like, I want something official. So maybe I'll reach out to her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Valdi for my awesome, awesome logo. She uh, She's helped me a lot with stuff. And just the whole LC Banks crew they're so nice and they're the most like some of the most hard hard working people i've met and it's just an honor to be friends with them i can honestly I, c I couldn't agree more like when i was first working with evanor i did not know she was a cosplayer and i'm a cosplayer as well so much like oh, yes we got cosplayers who are musicians because <laughs> i'm like well, before the pandemic i was always going to music festivals and conventions that was my life con and festivals 
and I miss those days so much. Honestly, yeah. the yeah. days where I used to lug around props and helmets, those were the days. Dude, I know, like, 2020, dude, like, I was just starting getting, like, concerts. Like, I went to, like, eight, eight or nine co- concerts in 2019. So, like, 2020, I'm going to go to more concerts. I'm going to have more fun. Supposed to be Smashing Pumpkins, Ginger, Elsie Banks, like, all these, you know, cool bands that, like, some of them I'm friends with. And it's, like, nothing. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I'm over here, like, hey, 2020, please go burn. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just go. I was so pissed. Yeah, dude. Actually, I saw one of my favorite DJs right before the pandemic hit. I saw Dead Mouse at a casino. I've wanted to see him for years because some of his songs had the same effect on me that metal did. It helped me get through some shit. So I've wanted to see him for a long ass time. Had that chance in February right before lockdown. And I'm just like, oh, yay, we're in lockdown now. <laughs> and yeah. then. Yeah, started this up to pass the time, and I love it. I don't want. I don't ever want to stop doing this. Oh, dude, I, I totally feel it, dude. Like the one, if there's like one takeaway from 2020 that was a positive, is that you know, even though yeah, we all locked down, you know, there's no not many shows going on and stuff, but that the musicians do have more time now. So like you know, I was I was able to get like some really good interviews this year and even last year. So like, I mean, that's like the one silver lining. That's like the one good thing that happened in 2020 is that we were able to like really grow and to do this. Yeah. Like, honestly, I never thought I'd ever be able to do this. This was just more of like a, a pipe dream for me. I didn't expect it to actually come true. Like, I don't care how big or small the channel is. I just do it because I like talking to bands. Like, I don't care what, like, I don't care what positive comes from this to my end. Like, I don't care about channel growth. I don't care about clicks. I just like to give back to music. That's the only reason why I started this up. I just never expected it to lift off the way it has. That was just like, wow. Because I never expected to talk to Revel of Autumn. That was like, I was just testing my luck. Same with with Hulu. Like, I've been a fan of Hulu since 2006 when I first heard her stuff. And then I just was listening to it, listening to it. I never thought I'd ever be like actually speak with her. When I found out her group was independent, I'm like, oh, maybe I have a shot. So I messaged her, got a response like a day or two later. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I think that was episode seven. It's been so long. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, definitely, I like how we kind of we share the same goals. Like, I mean, you know, views and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's important at some point. But it, my, my goal is like to help bands. So if like, even if like one new fan comes out of doing an interview with them, like I, that's my goal like just as long as you like one person or more people like check out their music give them a like on facebook or whatever and uh stream their stuff like that's kind of like that's my goal and i think we definitely we share that that's, that's my goal like as long as i can get them at least one new listener that's good enough for me yeah so, i mean i've done that with a few bands so it's really cool like uh, like once a month i spin some music like i have my whole like um super show where i spend like two hours of music and i've actually had people so like some friends actually like talked to me i was like dude the you play this, you know, you kicked off the show with Kaleido, and, like, now I'm a huge fan of Kaleido. It's like, dude, that is what I want to hear. I might start doing that, like, putting different songs together and, like, um, showcases like you do. I'm going to need some. I actually need some tips on how to do that later. Because yeah. I do want to start doing that. Like, I was thinking about doing a whole thing of groups I've worked with. Like, every 10 episodes, I, every 10 episodes I do a milestone, I was going to do, like, each showcase would be a song from each group I worked with for those 10. That's my plan. But I have no clue how to even start that up. It's a little tricky. I mean, just I mean, I'll, I'll definitely I will help you out, of course, as as you Thank know. You. There's not much to it. I mean, it's pretty simple, straightforward. So 
would, yeah. I do. If you want to do it, just let me know. Sounds good because I definitely do want to start doing that. Because there are some groups who I think really need to be heard, like um, LC Banks, Reality Suite, Evanor, because their music is mostly suicide prevention, yep. which is why I really love their group. It's so heartwarming. And same with, uh, what was it, Dead Like Juliet, who I worked with today. A lot of their stuff is around like dep- like battling depression and finding yourself and stuff like that. Like with a new song that they released last year, I think it was called um, Save Me. They sent it to me today and I was, I was, I almost, I was crying when I first heard that. Uh, that's why I love music. It hits you right in the feels department, I swear. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, for sure. Oh man, that's why I love music. It's such a lovely tool. It helps people get through so much shit. It also helps helps the people who make it too vent out their own their own problems. Yeah, actually, I like how um I know uh, Sharon said this during my interview. I think she said it during yours as well. Like each song is like a release for her. Like she's always excited to like release it because like this is like what I've been working on. This is like you know all my feelings and all that stuff. Now it's released, you know, for everybody else. So I like that. I kind of feel like with my stuff too. I'm always excited to release stuff. It's like hey here's my new thing that I'm working on. Like, please check it out kind of thing. So yeah. definitely I feel it. It's fun. It feels rewarding too. When you get positive feedback, like I was working with this one guy, he's more, uh, he's more into rap, but he's actually, no, I can't even say that he's multi-genre. Nick Natoli. He is signed under, I think it's Warner Chapel. So a pretty big label. His music actually just made the top 80 on the on iTunes billboard recently. Nice. Awesome dude. He actually just released metal. He see, he goes, here you go. I'm like, you know me so well. <laughs> like seriously, he released a new metal song, and I'm like, this was his first take on metal. He sent me it. I'm like, hey buddy. He goes, dude, I hope you like it. I'm over here looking at it like, wow, you know me too well. Because he goes, I know you're a metalhead, and this is my first metal song, so I want you to hear it. And I'm over here like, dude, you're the best. You know, he he has done a country album, a hip hop album, a rap album, and now he's working on something with metal. And I'm just like, wow. That's that's awesome. That's sick, dude. I love it. He actually reached out to me because he wanted he wanted to be the first person to do not only like rap or anything else, but like the first person to do rap, country, hip hop, and to be the first one who does that on my channel. He he reached out to me because he wanted to be the first. And I'm like, dude, I love that. Mind you, this guy is pretty big. He has like over 130k followers online on Instagram, thirty something plus on YouTube, and he works under a pretty big label. So the fact that he found someone as small as me was impressive. I'm just like, how would you even find me? Dude, I'm always impressed when like uh, like Wild Street hit me up uh, to help promote a show for them in my state. I'm like, dude, I got you. And he's like, hey, I'll send you the single before it's released. And I'm like, yeah, please do. So it's always cool. And I, I've been asking like when I interact with people, I was like, so how did you find me? Because I'm always curious. It's like, you know, it's my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Is it like because I just want to know because like I know something is at least reaching somebody. Yeah, like that guy never expected to find me because he's a pretty important musician. Like he works with Snoop and a bunch of other like top artists. So I'm over here like, how'd you find someone small as me? He goes, dude, I see your Instagram. I like what you do with music, and I want you to be. I want you to help you be more diversified. I'm like, I was gonna be more device, more diversified than Dakota because he wanted me to work work with. Um, which I keep forgetting her name. Miss, I keep the uh, one who does terrestrial. I keep, I can't think of her name. The the rapper who does like, the alien stuff. Oh, uh, Lexi. Uh, I forget her last name. Lexi Terrestrial or something like that. Yeah. Yes. I haven't heard back from her yet. I'm still waiting. But no, like he reached out, and I'm over here, like, okay, let's see what we can do. 
and I loved it. Such an awesome, chill dude. He wanted to know what song got me into this, so I sent it over to him. He, he loved it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. I'm over here thinking to myself, a guy who does all this, like, different genres is being supportive of, of a small channel who mainly focused on metal. I'm definitely going to give more genres interview opportunity. Because, like, I was going to anyway. It's just most, most people who reach out to me and I reach out to are metal. But I always do want to get more diversified. I just haven't had the opportunity until he came along. Actually, no. Halu and this other guy were also multi, like not multi, but different genre. This is one guy. He's he goes by Ruby Coco. That's his stage name. I was we were we were trying to set up a time, like what time you want to talk, where you're from, etc. What's your time zone? He goes, I'm from Connecticut. I'm like, bruh, I'm right. Here. We were we were a few towns over the whole time. We were laughing. We we're like, we could have done this in real life. He goes, yeah, we probably could have. But you know, the dude was the dude was a town over from me, and we didn't even know it. It was hilarious. He actually just released some new stuff uh, a few months ago, and it's really good. He's working on some new stuff now. But no, like I didn't expect that. I'm over here like, okay, what's your time on EST? Where are you from? Connecticut, me. Really? Him, why? Me, I'm from there too. <laughs> you know, I'm all, I'm in this small town. He is the next town over. I'm like, go figure. <laughs> small world. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, honestly, I started out doing in-person interviews. And I, I love in-person interviews. I think it's it's, it's a lot easier. You kind of get the vibe of it you yeah, know, a lot yeah. easier. But I'm digital, obviously, easier when you're obviously like halfway, <laughs> you're like halfway across the world or something. But, dude, I, I love doing in-person interviews, hoping to get a few of those set up, too, because they're, they're, yeah. they're just awesome. Like, actually, to meet the person and uh, to do the interview. Like, well, like for me, it has to be online because I'm talking to groups from Estonia, Brazil. Yeah. Like, it's all over the world. Like, I can't just fly out there. But I do want to do in person too. Eventually, I do want to drive down to Pennsylvania to meet Dakota and do like an in person with him because I think that'd be funny because he's hilarious. I see. Yeah, I would love to meet Dakota. Actually, I actually I haven't uh, yet. I was actually in Pittsburgh like right before I met him. I was actually in Pittsburgh uh, just like for family vacation, saw the Pirates lose, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, like if I would have known like a few months earlier, like that, uh, about Dakota, man, I would have tried to meet him during that week. I was there. Honestly. And he's, he's hooked me up with some pretty cool people, too, like Patrick from Brutal Business. Oh, nice. Yeah, he got me hooked up with him and helped me, he's helped me interview his bands as well. And it's like, wow. Because Patrick owns Brutal Business Entertainment, and Dakota owns DI Records. So it's like, I'm working with two label owners at this point, and I think that's amazing. I actually interviewed Patrick as well, because he has his own music project. So I interviewed him about his project and his label. And it was a lot of fun. I actually have to upload that soon. Tomorrow's upload, I'm going to upload a different group called Echo 7 because I haven't uploaded theirs yet. And I did it, I did that one like weeks ago. Main reason is because my I, had, I used to have someone who helped me edit. He, I haven't heard from him in a month. So I've been editing all my own stuff now because he's no longer with me. And I their video had some a lot of technical difficulties. So I'm just trying to think, how am I going to start this? <laughs> but hopefully I can get it out. I mean, because it was, it was funny. One guy didn't know how to put his mic on, so one of them wrote on a napkin saying, turn on your mic. <laughs> they were great. They're from Canada. Really good, really nice people. But no, I'm over here thinking to myself, is this really happening on stream? Oh, well, I got bloopers now. But I'm, but I'm going to just keep it in the video. I'm going to put that little, like, the, the multicolored TV screen effect where it's, like, uh, the, the beep one. I'm going to just use that. Yeah. No, literally, he was running on a napkin saying, turn on your mic. And the guy turns it on, and he goes, I don't know how to work this thing. 
It was fun though. They're nice people. They're also Ooh, no, I worked yeah. with a group. No, I noticed Siren, Arrival of Autumn, and them and Echo Seven are all from Canada. And I so I love I love speaking with people who are in the same area. It makes it like more fun because a lot of them same with Trope. He's also in Canada, so like they all know each. So they, they all they all have knowledge of each other, which I think is really cool. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of Siren, I gotta post theirs too. They're um, they're like pirate metal. They're like a pirate metal band, which I think is really nice. cool. Yeah, yeah dude, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, there's oh. so many like, sub genres of metal and all that stuff that it's there like is. you can find like anything you're looking for. <laughs> there's always something new to discover with metal. That's why I love it being an, an underground genre now, because it's like a lot of people don't do don't do it for the money, which is why that music shines a lot better than most mainstream, because it comes from the heart. Like a lyric set in the song Unwanted from Juliet, well, from Dead Like Julia, it goes, you do it for the money, I do it with all my heart. And I'm like, I love that. That song is awesome. It sounds like it first goes with an acoustic with near a campfire, then it goes straight into the metal. It's awesome. I love it. Dude, like the independent music stuff, like especially like, I think definitely in the last couple of years, it's really like thrived with stuff. I think a lot of people realize you don't have to be on record label to make it. And I definitely, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm independent of a lot of things, you know? So like, I'm like, dude, like, I feel you. Like I'm kind of the same, same boat with that stuff is just like, yeah, more freedom to do whatever you want. You can release whenever you want. You can do, you can cover any kind of topics. You can be any kind of genre you want. It's, it's awesome. That's why, that's actually why I like the colors label. His is a jack of all trades. So you can be whatever genre you want and still make stuff. That's why I love his label specifically. It's not like focus on one gen- one genre. I almost said gender. Goodness. <laughs> no, we my friends, we make jokes about that all the time because we're all, we all do dark humor a lot. Me and myself included. And we've been making those jokes a lot as of recent because <laughs> of all the, all the drama going on. You know, we make fun of drama. We just laugh about it because it's like we don't want any part of it, but we but we will make fun of it a little bit because yeah. of how over the top of the drama is. That's uh, so frustrating. But it's but hey, but it's free comedy. Exactly. <laughs> make the most out of any situation. Uh, right. Actually, speaking of Revel of Autumn, they got me in touch with a really cool group. I can't. I can't, it's hard for me to pronounce the name, but they sent me their unreleased album, which I'll be interviewing them on on the sixth, which I'm really excited for. Nice. Yep, it's metalcore, and actually, no, it's more like '80s metal. If I'm being totally honest, like the vibe I'm getting from it, the, the way they sing, the way the instruments sound is totally. I'm getting a massive '80s vibe, and I love it. Nice. I will send the name over later, and yeah. it's awesome. They're great guys. I actually found him on Instagram when they were doing a live stream with Arrival of Autumn's Tyler Fox. I'm like, oh, he's doing a live stream. Let me join in. And they're like, oh, hey, it's you. Hey, interview this kid. He's an he's a great interviewer. I'm like, you guys rock. Nice, uh, it's, it's always cool when people like just set you up it's like hey here's here's a cool dude or a cool band or a cool chick like just interview them or like when people like recommend you it's like hey i found you because i'm friends with this person but to me that's always awesome it's like I it. and, and uh you know someone recently complimented he's like you're a rising star with the, you know you're a great interviewer and um i mean i really appreciate it because like i should do this you know with all my passion just like with you i i, I love your videos man i i actually watched the most recent one loved it Actually, the Midnight Devils one I really liked. Yeah, oh, dude, they they're they were so awesome. I know they're they're trying to do a show. Obviously, you know, didn't didn't happen in my area, but dude, I like. I know a lot of people are actually coming to me. Is like, hey, can you set up a show for me? And I was like, oh, not really what I do, but I might have to get into promoting shows if I want to see all my friends. So I might have to. Yeah, 
Ruby Coco was the first person who actually reached out to me directly, and that's how other groups started reaching out to me. Because I'm usually the one who does the reaching out. Or because at that time I was still studying on my own before I met Dakota. And then he was the, I think his episode was episode four or five. I have to double check. But he was the first to ever reach out to me. And, I, and he told me, he reached out to th- three other people and they all just shut him down. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not shutting you down, man. Let's set this up. Yeah. Even though it's not metal. Because at the time I was, at the time I was strictly a metal channel because I was working with a metal promoter which was Moonlight Promotions. Fraser, come back, we miss you. But no, that's his, that's his real name, Fraser. But um, at the time, I was working with him, so we were doing mostly metal and metalcore. And then he reached out to me like, you know what, let's see what happens. And I decided to give him a shot, and I loved the decision. He was, he was an awesome, respectful guy, and I want to work with him again in the future. I really do. Yeah, it's always cool the connections you make. Like I'm working with quite a few different people now, and it's all cool how just everything works. Kind of like everything works very well. Is that this person hits me up, and then like I, you know, I already try to you know, work with these people, and then work with this person. I, I try to give everyone who I work with uh, each equal time, just because like you guys are all helping me. So I'm trying to you know as much as I can. I know I, I can't schedule so many. You know, I, I have limited time per week to do everything, but it's yeah. like I try. I will help you out as much as I can. That's how I am too. It's like, if I can help you promote yourself as much as I can, I'm going to, I'm going to put 110% in. That's why I was actually honored when this new group wants me to work with them right before the album release. They want me to talk about their album with them. So I'm over here like, Ooh, they sent me it over. They sent it over today. So I'm going to give it a full listen. And it's really good so far. I heard the first song already and I'm already like just falling in love with it. And I honestly never expected to, Start this. There's one group who I recently worked with who I have I have to upload there soon. It's called Tales We Tell. Their singer has the same name as me, <laughs> and their stuff is really good. Like I fall, I I actually promoted their music when they were only at 50 followers. Cause that was when they released their very first song. I fall, I supported it. They were like, dude, thank you so much. And I asked them if I could do an interview with them. They go, hell yeah, man, definitely. Because that was like when they were still first starting out. A few days later, I pop back at their page. I see it is it grown exponentially, and they're like, "Dude, you're here with us from the beginning. We want you to keep working with us." And I'm, my heart was just like overjoyed because the song that they first released called "The Epidemic," it it's really good. The song really caught my attention, so I I shared it, and then after that, they messaged me saying thank you. I'm like, "We should do an interview." They go, "They go, yeah, man," and we started it up. I just wish it was, I wish it was at an earlier time because they're a few hours behind me. They're up in, I think, Vegas. So I'm over here at midnight just setting up for them. I mean, hey, it wasn't as bad as the Australian one. I'll give them that. No, no, this one, the story was great, though. They were really respectful guys, really kind gentlemen, and I just would love to work with them again. The Australian group, I don't think it's going to happen because they were like, okay, here's how we want you to do it. I checked my clock. I like 3 a.m. for me then, please. I'm like, fine. A little bit three, I set up them. Oh, we're going to push you off. I'm like, really? It is 3 a.m. on my end, mind you. Wow. So I'm just, and here's how my head works. Like, once I'm awake, I can't go back to sleep. So I was up for at least 17 hours that entire day. And I'm over here like, you know, I'm, I'm not happy with this. I was respectful about it. I was. Like, I didn't say anything negative. I'm just like, okay, we'll reschedule whenever. And I've not heard back from them since. So I'm just like, you know, I think that boat sailed. And yeah. that's probably for the best because I don't want to wake up at 3 a.m. again. I really don't. 
it, the earliest I, I interviewed a flower leaf out of Germany, which was awesome, really awesome man. If anyone hasn't checked out, um, and this was back when I was working full time. So like I woke up at, I think because uh, there were like six hours. I think Germany six yeah six hours yeah. ahead of us. And uh, so like I knew I couldn't do it during the day because obviously I was working, and I can't do it at night. You know I couldn't do it like later in the evening because it'd be like three or four in the morning for them. So I was like, all right, I'll wake up at six o'clock, do the interview. And then I'll go to work. So that's the earliest I've ever worked enough for an interview. Luckily, I have a lot of flexible schedule now. Yeah. So like now it's like I can do stuff almost whenever. So hopefully no more 6 a.m. interviews for me. Yeah. I work with a group from Germany as well. I, I was working with Made the Tempest. They have a great stuff. They actually just released a new album, uh, I think the 19th of last month. And I loved it. We were supposed to do an interview, but I haven't heard back from them yet. I should probably follow up with them. Great, great guys. And... We were talking about what bands we were able to play with. They were like currents. I'm like, yes, round of applause. Yes. Right on, yeah. I see a lot of bands get inspiration from Lamb of God. I heard a lot of a lot yep. of groups mention them, and I'm just like, okay, let me let me look it up. I look up Memento Mori from them, and I'm just like, it goes slow, then it just goes straight in. I'm like, holy crap. I love the adrenaline rush you can get from songs like that. It's especially just that it just like that extreme metal just like this is this is how i'm feeling right now and it's yeah. like it really just pump you up I, I listen to like a lot of stuff when i'm working out like that it's either like punk music or me- like heavy metal <laughs> yeah i love them both can come together that's what's even cooler like especially with music festivals how they can always mix that speaking of festivals we're actually planning one with dakota and patrick we're turning some ideas around i'm like you know what i always used to go to warp tour and i know i know when this whole pandemic is over people are going to be going to festivals like no tomorrow so i'm over here thinking what if we made one for di records and brutal business get some unsigned groups in there as well and do it to help all the new bands because i just that popped into my head and now they're actually taking it seriously which i'm happy about so much nice. like oh hell this actually might be happening <laughs> I mean, if I can help you out in any way, I mean, I think you, you, you got a great idea. I'm you working with two great people helping you plan. Like Dakota, I know for like for a fact, working with him, he's a master planner about everything. He so is. I know like he'll he'll go every, over everything very carefully and he'll like do everything right. He is amazing. Like he was thinking about doing that small pubs and venues first, which is actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. It, like do a few opening acts and then build up as the years go on. Like, I mean, that's what Warped Tour did. They were, they were a long process. Nope. I, I love how they're bringing it back, actually. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, I heard about that, actually, from your, one of your interviews. So that, that'd be really cool. Actually, I never went, honestly. Uh, I was, I was kind of younger, so I never really went. Plus, it never really came to anywhere close to Indiana. So yeah, never went. How old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm 23. Bro, we the same age. Really? Yeah, I'm 23 I, as well. I older. Oh, geez, I didn't know that. I, like, thought you were, I, I thought you were older than me. <laughs> the, I, I got that. I get that a lot, honestly. Like a lot of people think either people think I'm like 18 or like 28 is usually what I get. Because uh, I was talking about 27, 28. So yeah, right on the ball there. Yeah, I was talking to the rumors. Like, uh, yeah, last yeah last night, and they're like, "How old are you?" Because you look 28. I'm like, ah, 23. Like you're only 23. I'm like, yeah. I thought I was the youngest <laughs> on the team. <laughs> Well, it looks like we're the same. I, yeah, I didn't know that actually. Um, but it's funny. Like I still get carded. Like in Indiana, like if you want to see an R-rated movie, you have to show ID unless you look like you're 18. And like I, dude, I get carded all the time. I'm like, I just want to see The Conjuring, bro. <laughs> like, 
you know, like I cannot believe we're the same age. That's awesome. I didn't know, dude. I didn't know that, but that's pretty awesome, dude. It is. You know, I literally finished college right before the pandemic for CNC, and it's like with everything going back, got a country again, and the pandemic. I'm just like, crap, I can't find work. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm, I'm applying as I'm doing this, but like, I actually was close to going to school for radio. I really was. I almost left my current college to go to a radio school, but I'm just like, I, I got, I, I got to see this through, which I regret doing now. But hey, I met some pretty cool friends along the way who have stood by me this entire time. Actually, those friends who have supported me back then are supporting me with this now. I'm, they're the first ones I always go to when I work with bands. Actually, tonight, they're like, who are you working with? I'm work- I said, I'm working with Super Cool Radio. They go, who is that? I sent them links. They go, oh, we got to check this guy out. I'm like, yes, you should. <laughs> they're awesome guys. I- I've known them for a few years, and I actually got them into metal. They were always like R&B and stuff like that. I showed them some stuff of the, works- of the groups I work with and music I hold dear to my heart, and they're like, okay, we have to listen to this more. Like, when we, all, when we all hung out, we always used to hang out. I'll get my speakers hooked up, play some stuff, and we're just chilling with music. And I, it's a lot harder to do that now with the pandemic, so I just send everything over. But, yeah, I am still glad I did finish my college for that, but I still wish I could go back for radio. I really do. Because yeah, I was, I mean, I was for, me, for me, doing radio, like, I mean, I, I, as I said earlier, I was, like, I'm, I was never trained to do this radio stuff. It's, I picked it up either by working. I've, I've worked with a few great people. I know Aaron Kroll, Studio Talk out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. He has helped me a lot. He, honestly, is a really great interviewer. I've learned a lot of stuff just by you know listening and watching his interviews but um yeah i'm actually i'm currently going back to school right now for uh, digital marketing from cornell oh, nice. online classes that's why I'm, it's more flexible for me right now that's why i'm trying to get every major thing that like is time sensitive i'm trying to get done and also still go to school yeah i'm just trying to get a job so i can move out of here because i have one i live on my own soon yeah i still live with my mom and my twin so it's like just trying to make my way to the world so I can just move out and do my own thing. Like, even if it's an apartment, it's good enough for me. I just want somewhere where I can just be myself and just chill. And the only place for me to be myself is cons and music festivals when I'm with my friends. When I'm home, I cannot be myself. <laughs> I'm just like, hi, how y'all doing? Yeah, have a good day. Okay, headphones coming on now. Uh, but that was me. That still is me. It sucks. Yeah. But... I'm happy I can, I'm happy I can do this at least because this is so fun. Dude, I, I had a great time, dude. I think we've talked for almost an hour, I think. But yeah, I, I think it has been actually. <laughs> so I think my, the longest interview I ever had was with Carrie. He was like over an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. I think maybe we should maybe wrap yeah, this up. Yeah. I got one more thing from me and I'll I'll let you close it out. All you know, right. Uh what are your future plans for the rest of this year for Nerds Order Music? Well, honestly, just keep doing what I'm doing. Find awesome groups, support them as much as I can, and work on our other segments. Because every every three to four weeks, our group comes together for a segment video where we talk about our topics, segments, upcoming releases, stuff like that. We we actually use it. We use a digital platform to do that because it's more fun that way. We use a game to do that because like why not? It's a because someone actually made a radio studio room in that world. So we just used it. We just, we literally logged in, got after hours and used it. It's hilarious. Like the kid made a full on like Saturday night live radio show kind of room. And we just decided to go into the room and use that as our recording room. And it's great. It's fun. And like I said, every few weeks we will do a recording. I'll edit it, post it up. And it's where we bring all of our segments together. Like we have weekly recommendations. I say who I was working with during the time of the recording 
and we talk about upcoming stuff in comics, movies. We just do that. So that's our own little thing we do as well. I post interviews. Another one of us is trying to start doing interviews, but he wants to interview more hip hop groups. So I'm like, you do that. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And we're going to see where we can get that. But yeah, no, there's three of us, three college buddies just making an idea together. But yeah, my my goal for the music one is to keep doing it as much as I can, manage my time more wisely, get more groups that I could help promote and just work with it. And hopefully help Dakota get some more bands under his label because there are some groups here I think will be really good under him and Brutal Business. Dude, right on, dude. I'm, I'm looking forward to all things you've got going on. I love love your interviews. If anyone hasn't checked them out, please do that. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, Nerds Owner Music, and Nerds Owner Entertainment. There we go. And make sure you all subscribe to Super Cool Radio. I love your stuff, too. Like, keep it up, man. I love it. Yeah, dude, I, I, I've got, well, I recently discovered title, like title scenes and makers and all that in my program I use. And, like, I've been going kind of crazy with them because I just – I love it. Because I got like 37 seconds for my intro music, which, by the way, was made by Johnny Neville, the guitarist for Elsie Banks. So thank you. Um, And uh, so like, I want to use that time wisely to like, here's my logo. Here's Super Cool Radio Presents. Here's what the title of this interview, whatever I think is going to be. And then here's a promo picture that the band sent me. And then we go into my interview. So I I like doing that. Also, I I recently just did uh, just an audio only interview with Mike Jones of seven reasons local from my uh, local from Niles, Michigan. And um, that was really cool. Cause I got to play around with it more. Like I added a song to the interview because you can do that. You know, it's harder to do that with the video. Yeah. Plus it was like an hour. So I was like, I kind of wanted to just do this in audio. Cause my camera's going to run out of time. Cause I know it's so much. To cover. Exactly. Like my laptop is always plugged into the power. I never unplug it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gotta start doing that. I have a template I use for the pictures, which you've seen. My friend over at Moonlight made it for me before his hiatus. I have not heard from him since. I miss him. But no, it's like he made the template I use. I he sent me a good fonts, a font type to use. So I use the font type. The I get a picture from the band, and I use the template, and we're good to go. Yeah, I like a template. They 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 turn out really like they look. It looks very professional. So I mean, I probably should get one for myself. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> the biggest thing I'm trying to do is make the image more clear, because I don't know how he did it. Because his his images were clear as hell. I'm still getting used to doing it, so I'm trying to find out his tricks. But I haven't been able to reach him, so much like I got figured out myself. That's sad. I, I I do that. That's like my whole super cool radio thing. Is like I don't know what to do, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, the first video I actually had to edit myself was, um, I'm trying to think of the band here. I think it was Evanor, actually, was the first edit I ever did myself. And I just started trying to roll with it as much as I could. The biggest pain is getting rid of the camera freezes when it happens. Like, when it cuts in, like, crap. I hate it when it happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I had one of, like, one of my latest interviews where I kept doing that. So, I mean, it is tedious to do it. Luckily, it was kind of a shorter interview, so I didn't have to do it as often. But like once you get the hang of it, it's not it's not that yeah, bad. You get the hang of it. So the thing that I hate the most is hearing my own voice. I hate hearing myself talk. Dude, I same thing, dude. I, I can't, I'm just like I really hate hearing myself talk. So that's why I miss having an editor. But yeah. I'm I'm slowly getting used to it, and I love it. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I can help bands, which is the main reason why I started this up in the first place. And I feel like I can really give back with this, and I want to keep giving back as much as I can. 
Like, I want to work with all genres. Actually, there's a girl who messaged me. I haven't heard from her for a few weeks. She does tribal. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And yeah, I think I've seen that one too, yeah. Yeah, it was on uh, Sepsis Community page. She messaged me and everything. And I haven't heard back from her yet, so I might give her a follow-up soon. Because I find it interesting, tribal. I find that very unique because I've never actually heard tribal before. She yeah, sent me some stuff, and honestly, it's something I could definitely meditate to, because I do a lot of meditation on my spare time as well to help calm my nerves. So definitely some stuff I could do that too. So, I mean, I try to find a place for, for all music in my daily life, and that one works really well with meditation. So I might actually try to hit her up again and see what we want to do. Nice, dude, yeah. It should be fun. But yeah, I just, like I said, I want to keep giving back to music as much as I can. And I want to never quit at that either. I want to keep it going. Dude, yeah. I also make this into something more. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, my main goal, obviously, is to, to help people and promote good music. That was my goal when I started. I know my platform has changed. I'm not on the internet radio station anymore. I'm on you know, Spotify, iTunes, and all that stuff. But it's definitely the, the goal is still there to help promote music and have fun. Like, honestly, that's the number one goal is to have fun. Yeah meet great people i mean we wouldn't have made this connection without obviously you know the code of di records but it just feels so cool all the people like i've gotten to either meet digitally or face to face or both at times and it's just so cool just everyone you like didn't think you would be able to meet and like wow i actually met this person or wow i actually got to see them in concert and now i'm interviewing them for real actually oh i was gonna say for in terms of having fun there was one interview i had to upstairs in my room because we we're having construction done down here so i went upstairs does my cat not come up and almost hit the computer down? i'm like no and then he we i was working with chapter 26 a while back like my cat was just like looking at the camera i'm like thinking to myself you better not you better not but it was funny it was so cute because i have two cats i got them when they were five weeks old they were the size of my palm when i brought them home and they're always about like they love technology for some reason so whenever I'm working on this, I, I usually work in my office down here in the den. But when I was upstairs, they're both like, ooh, a computer. I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> it was great. Dude, yeah, I got a cat too, but she, um, she like hang around. But then like as soon as I like, she knows when I start and like she'll just like go and like sleep or something. I want her to make a cameo on my show at some point. I've had two cats make cameos on my show. Uh, Alita Tempora Markey, uh, both of her cats showed up during uh, our interview. And then Azure Wolf, uh, I forget, one of their cats was hanging around during the interview. Uh, I had a cat cameo, too, happen. Not, not my cat. I was working with a group called, well, Am My Dice. I mentioned them earlier. Yep. Uh, I think it was the bassist of the guitarist. Their cat came up and just sat with them like the whole time. I'm like, oh, it was so cute. They actually asked me a really cool question, too. They asked me, what was the funniest thing that ever happened during an interview? And I mentioned to him how I was working with Atena. And one of my favorite songs by them is called Death, Death is All I Think About. It hits really hard. Like, it, it basically embodies depression. And I'm over here. Like, I feel that. And they told me, well, the beat we got was from an ice cream truck. We used to store in it. I'm like, are you serious? And then they go, we want to make a song about depression. So let me get this right. It's depression and ice cream. Yep, that's about it. I'm like, really? But the song is so good. That's oh, why that I wasn't awesome. expecting that. Oh, dude, that is... I will set the song over. But no, it's like, when I first heard Death is All I Think About, a lot of people call it an anthem because of how hard it hits. And it hits really hard. I didn't expect the answer to be, oh, yeah, that was just ice cream trucks and depression. I'm like, really? (laughs) Really? 
that song is so good and the lyrics hit so hard so i'm over here thinking to myself they got this from ice cream and depression that's what got this song to be created and you the one biggest thing about music you can get creativity and inspiration from anywhere exactly look at hulu the song stone fruit it literally was encouraged when she was doing a marathon and a plum tree kept dropping plums on her head every time she ran under it. And that song is so good. Oh, man. I swear. She's an amazing singer. And her husband is amazing with music. Like They work together on it. And their work is amazing. I love it. They started out in the late 90s. And they, they even did some tours in the 90s. And they're still making music to this day. And I did not know they were independent until recently. And that's when I reached out. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can reach out and see what happens. And she was like, are you sure you're talking about me here? And I'm like, wait, you do metal? I did not know that. Like, what, what? Because she, she knew my, she saw my page name. And she goes, are you sure you're looking for me? I'm like, yes. She goes, here's some metal stuff I do. I'm like, I wasn't looking for metal. I was looking for Hulu. She goes, really? I'm like, yes. She goes, I wonder why. I told her the album I love. She goes, okay, yeah, yeah we're doing this. I'm like, yes. Nice, dude. She was such a sweet person too, cause she, cause my my other Instagram is Metal Mayhem, as you, but you probably yeah. know. So she was referring to that. I'm like, see, even though I do metal, that's not all I do. That's not all I want to do. I want to do more. And she goes, okay, let's do it. I'm like, thank you, cause I've been a big fan of her since I was in high school. This was 2012 to 2016, and I've really enjoyed her music. I got into her music way before then, though. Like, I got into her stuff when that album dropped in 06. And I just fell in love with it. And then I'm over here listening to it a lot. And I'm thinking, if I'm working with bands now, let's, let me shoot her a message. What's the worst that could happen? I, I get a response, to, like, a day or two after, like, let's do it. I'm like, yes. But, yeah, no, she was super sweet. Dude, yes. It, yeah, all, all the connections you make by that. I'm, I'm always surprised every time either people hit me up or people say yes to an interview with me. It's like, you know, thank you, obviously, for your time. But exactly. it's it's also cool just how, like, uh, people are just willing. Like, it, it seems kind of weird, like, when you work with bands, like, it seems, like, closed off. It's like, I'm never going to be able to reach them. And then they just send a message and they respond. It's always it's always cool. Yeah, it's like, wait, really? They're responding to me? Yeah. Like, I love it because I'm a – like I said, music has always saved my life. It helps me with my day-to-day life as well. Like, I'm always listening to music. It helps me get through the day. I never, like, I always wanted to work with bands. I just never thought it'd be possible until I actually tried it. I'm just like, let's see what happens. And then it just started up as this little project, and now I'm really hoping to make it more than that. I want to keep helping bands as much as I can. And Finding new groups is so fun. What I love the most is when groups come back. That's what I love. And so far, I have three lineups ready. Dude, yeah, like, uh, it's always cool. Yeah, as, as you said, like, with, with bands, like, if they hit you up again, it's like, hey, you want to do another interview? I was like, of course. And I, always, and I always tell people, you're always welcome on my show. If I've done an interview with you, I'm, you're always welcome on my show. And, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out another time. If you want to do a follow-up, just, let, you know, hit me up, let me know. And sometimes I seek people out again. It's like, hey, I really liked our first interview. Can you do it again, please? <laughs> it's like Exactly. Like the Blood Butcher, they they were a very fun group to say the very least. So energetic, and the I think the I think it was the bass play. I think it's the bass player. I was was one I usually stayed in touch with. He was like, "Dude, we're releasing a new album soon. We want you to work with us when we do it again." I'm like, "Let's go!" Because I was actually the first one who whoever interviewed them, and they liked what I did, so they want me to interview them again. 
And that's how it is for a lot of groups, like AXTY, a group from Brazil. Their stuff is really good. I was the first one I ever worked with them. And their band's not that small. Well, it's small, but they have a decent following. So I'm surprised I was the first one to work with them. Mind you, I'm all the way up in Connecticut or in Brazil. And I'm, just, I'm like, wow, I'm the first one? <laughs> they were so nice about everything. I still, love, I still love how the singer is younger than us. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's different intro. It's just like it's kind of funny, like what how pe- how old do you think people should be? Like who like who yeah. do like music or who do like podcasts and stuff? You always said, oh, they must be they must be older than me. And it's like you know, like oh wait, you're not. Wow, <laughs> you I know? love how we're the same age. I wasn't expecting yeah. that, dude. I thought you were like, like I thought you were like twenty five or twenty six. I was like I think I'm, nah. I think I'm younger than this guy. And then we're like we're the same age. It's like what mind blown yeah people well either people as you, as i said like people think i'm really young or like because they say oh you do radio and podcasting you must be doing this for a long time and it's like eh, two years but i'm only 23 <laughs> so it's like you're doing it for all me you'd be surprised <laughs> yeah oh i love it i love getting those reactions out of people too because people are i was working with this one guy it's like you're this young i'm like yeah i just do it because i want to and he was like i respect that i'm like thank you and a lot of groups want me to work with them again. Like I said, Blood Butcher, Arrival of Autumn. There's a few others coming in. I'm really excited. May the Tempest. And I just want to work with them again because they're all really seeing new stuff and they want me to be the first one who covers it. Like Arrival of Autumn, they want me to cover the new album when it drops, but they're going to they're gonna wait until a few days before it drops before they do an interview with me. I'm going to post it right before they, right before the album drop. Then yeah. the other group I'm working with, they... Um, Actually, Arrival of Autumn was like during the. They're all doing a live stream on Instagram. I was in it. Like I, I wasn't in it. I was watching it, and they're like, "Oh, hey, look, he's here." I'm like, "He noticed." And then he was like, "Yo, work with this guy. He is really good." I'm like, "Thank you." And then me and him, the guy he was working with, got in touch with me immediately, and we already set up a date. And he sent me his album before it gets released. So I'm like, "This is actually happening. Let's go." Yeah, dude. So sweet. You make you meet some pretty cool people doing this. Oh, yeah, and, like, I've been trying to time my interview, like, if, if uh, I'm trying to, like, spread it out, I'm like, hey, you got a new single dropping this day? Okay, if you want to do an interview, we'll do it before then. I'll drop it. We'll promote it. Or if, oh, you're going to have a show coming up? Okay, I'll interview you. We'll promote it. And so that's what I've been trying to do. It's like, if we got something big to promote, I'll, I'll definitely, I'm going to help you out, and uh, we'll get it done. So that's why I've been trying to, like, time everything with my stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to release this around the same time you do. Actually, I'll, I'll email the file over to you when, I'm, when we're done. It should be a pretty big, should be a big, big file. We've been talking for yeah. a little hour and a half. Well, we, I think we officially beat the time I was on the line with Carrie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but hey, I, honestly, it's a lot of fun. I hope I hope people enjoy this. That it's two podcasters talking about podcasting, which it sounds like a joke, but it, like it sounds a like a bad joke. <laughs> honestly, it's a lot of fun though. I never thought this would happen. Like, like I said, this whole idea was a pipe dream for me, and then I then I started doing it. I met Dakota, met you, and now we're all here. Oh, yeah. imagine, imagine getting Dakota on one of these. Dude, oh, I mean, I, I might, I'm, I think about doing that sometime. I'm trying to, I want to get through his bands first and like, okay, here's all the bands you've heard. Now here's the mastermind. Exactly. <laughs> like, I want all of his bands and be like, now here's the king. Yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about getting that Frantic Endeavor. They're also on DI Records. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone hasn't checked them out, so I'm probably probably May or beginning of June. I got, I do, I got so much stuff to schedule. Like I'm trying to get it, like here's my it. set dates, here's the bands I want to interview. That's like I know I got like 30 days to do like to like get all this stuff going. So I'm like, oh man, this whole month's gonna be busy. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, I want to get through all the bands and be like, okay, now here is the king of the castle. Yeah. Just because he's funny. He's a great guy. Yes. The, the dude, he's just awesome to work with. Like, we, 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 had a, we had a meme war going on one day. It's like, it, he said before we started this, he's like, you're not going to beat me. And he was right. I ran out of memes before him. I think I'd win. I have over 22,000 memes on my phone saved. You might, might want to take them on sometime. I should. <laughs> uh, thing is, I was always skeptical of being that comfortable around him when I first met him because, like, I saw the DI Records label as his profile picture. I never actually went to his profile. I thought he, I thought he was a woman for a while, actually, because the name Dakota, you see that more with females. So I was thinking, like, okay, I think this is the girl. And then when he started opening up, I'm like, okay, no, I think this is this. Put me in a chat. I'm like, oh, he's a dude. Because I never actually explored his profile. Because back then I was like, oh, no. Back then, I was trying to be as professional as I could, because yeah. I just met him at that point. Like, I just got introduced to him. I didn't want to like seem out of out of line, if you will. And then when we started doing comedy, I'm like, okay, you know, I can open, I can open, I can open up around him. I can be myself. And that's when I realized, oh wait, he's a dude. <laughs> that's actually funny. That's funny. I actually never told him that. Oh, he's gonna see. He's gonna, he's gonna see it. Hi, <laughs> Dakota. Oh man, I I honestly I think that's a great way to end this. That that, that story is like perfect to end this. It was. Oh, oh goodness, because I I, I I never I never explored his profile. I just saw the main picture that was DI Records. I never actually looked into it that much because I thought it's not my business. And hey, story of the week. Yes, that's honestly I think that topped everything I had. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna we'll wrap things up here. This has been another Nerds Order Music interview today. Our guest was the host of Super Cool Radio, and this has been a blast, man. Thank you so much for your time. This has been great. I loved it yeah, for sure. And one more thing before we go, if everybody please subscribe to Super Cool Radio. I'm on YouTube, or if you want to listen, I'm on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. So if you want to listen, you got those streaming platforms, or if you want to see me and my lovely guests. Hit, uh, subscribe and follow me on YouTube, also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for Super Cool Radio. Definitely check him out. He has some really good stuff. I approve this message. <laughs>